On the day before Halloween 2012, the two gomers were recording an episode of their running podcast and, in the middle of a conversation about the best way to prevent chafing during long runs, had the following exchange. Dude, I just got a text that Disney is buying Lucasfilms. What? I just got a text, yeah. Who texted you that? Bob. Oh, really? I literally just got a text because we're looking at Facebook. Disney is buying Lucasfilms. So <laughs> Star Wars is now owned by... No, because Star Wars is 20th Century Fox. True. So that's like Lucasfilms, 20th Century Fox. Yeah, so they, they probably still do own part of the rights. Right, but there is Star Wars at Disney World. That's true. You know? Yeah, I was wondering about that when we were there. Hmm, interesting. Okay, totally off topic. Um, <laughs> iPad mini. Well, let me just say real quick. My, oh, okay. my preferred lubing is for sure Vaseline. In the days, weeks, and years to come, many discoveries were made by the embarrassingly misinformed Stephen and Anthony, including the fact that Star Wars was not owned by Fox, that it is, in fact, Lucasfilm, not Lucasfilms, and the best way to prevent chafing isn't lube at all, but to wear clothes that fit properly. But even after seven years, four new Star Wars movies, dozens of fresh characters, two immersive theme parks, books, comics, TV shows, and a baby Yoda, one question remained. How will the Skywalker saga end? And will it be perfect, or at the very least, good? A question, it turns out, not so easy to answer as, say, the best lube. We're the two gomers. We're presenting a special crossover episode with two gomers run for their lives talking the rise of Skywalker, and you're listening to Perfect Movie. Welcome, everybody, to Perfect Movie, a podcast about two regular guys who went from couch to marathon, and now they're making their way back to the couch again. This is Anthony speaking, one of those two aforementioned gomers coming to you from Atlanta, Georgia, with my friend Steven, all the way out in Flagstaff, Arizona. Hey, dude. How's it going, man? Hey, there's one other thing. It's a special crossover episode, right? Is this our first ever full-on crossover episode with two gomers run for their lives? It is, and so let me read this. It's also a podcast about okay. two regular guys challenging themselves to live healthier and inviting a nation along for the run. Wow. Awesome. Um, so it is a crossover episode, right? We've got two podcasts now. Yep. Because <laughs> we don't we, we don't have anything else to fill our time. <laughs> right. And so if you're listening to this on the Two Gomers Run for Their Lives feed, uh, you'll be used to this, right? I think we've done a morning after Star Wars review. Or we've done Star Trek as well. Oh, that's right? true. Yep. So the the jj abrams iterations the jj abrams generation of these franchises sure. right sure right um the tradition has been to do a day after review uh yep so for me i haven't read anything right okay all i've read yeah i've read one thing and that was because i was working on the gomer one sheet <laughs> which for if we're get, i think we're gonna get some new listeners on this show because yeah. It's a Rise of Skywalker episode. Exactly. Um, so the Gomer One sheet, I'm Gomer One, and I do kind of like a book report Yep. Uh, on one sheet of paper about the movie. Yeah. Um, and so I had to look up 
Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. That's the only thing I've seen. So I, I got see. I got that for that. Yeah. So our tradition is to come into this raw, mm-hmm, as Snoke right? would say, raw. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, and if you're a perfect movie listener, uh, this is going to feel a little bit different. Uh, we're not going to yep. stick to the structure that we usually do. We're trying to figure out how to uh, be able to review new movies that we just can't not talk about. Right. <laughs> and this was kind of the first one looming, uh, The Rise of Skywalker. And so this is going to feel a little bit different than our regular structure. But we're hoping that both audiences are pleased. Yep. Uh, as punch about this episode, <laughs> the rises are, we both, we both did see this last night. Um, I found out as you were on your way to your first showing that you were going to be seeing it twice and you did, right? right? Yeah. Okay. So what this is just uh-huh. for people that don't, haven't heard us do this before. This is like, so you and I, you live in Flagstaff, Arizona. I right. live in Atlanta, Georgia. Right. We're friends forever. Uh, mm-hmm. have been friends forever. Friends yeah. are friends forever. BFFs, yeah. Um, and um, so we can't go to movies together. No. So this is like that conversation, like when you walk out of the theater, like... Exactly. Like, what did you think? Stream of consciousness, kind of. Yep, we're trying to mimic that as much as we can. Uh, so while our perfect movie episodes are, you know, for us, pretty highly structured, right? Right. Usually what we do in Perfect Movie is we talk through kind of, like you said, your Gomer one sheet. We do a synopsis. uh, We listen to the trailer and then we put that movie on trial, a movie that we love uh, and have seen a billion times mostly. This time we're fresh. Neither of us knows what the other thinks. I don't really feel comfortable putting it on trial or offering evidences like we do on a regular Perfect Movie episode. So this is going to feel more like just like what you just said. What did we yep. think about it? And that's why this episode is titled differently. Is The Rise of Skywalker a perfect movie? Instead of us yep. trying to be Tom Cruise in A Few Good Men and come in passionately <laughs> defending something. Right. If only there could be like sound effects behind us of of uh, like we're at Denny's or Waffle House. Right. You know, clanging plates. Yeah. You know, people chattering. That's what this is supposed to be. <laughs> right. Exactly. Although it is super early in the morning. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, So last night I did have that exact conversation that you're talking about after Mm -hmm. the movie. But now they make this announcement. Do they do this at your theater? Some pimply teenager comes in before the movie. Hi, welcome to Rise of Skywalker. The last (laughs) of the saga of the Skywalkers. (laughs) Yeah. And and part of the announcement is, you know, shut off your cell phones. They they added, uh, put your watches on theater mode that was a new one ah okay and then they say a lot of people haven't seen this movie yet so don't talk about it in the hallway hmm because they did not say that at ours at all yeah we don't want you to spoil it for people coming in and so the conversation i had with the people we went was hushed tones okay yep totally so if we had background noise it would be like whole bunch of people coming in and out of theaters and us like gathered around like we were in some sort of prayer meeting (laughs) (laughs) our heads really close to each other whispering about the movie right okay and i went with my eight-year-old oh yeah and we're we'll we'll talk about this later but imagine an eight-year-old's 
like blown mind enthusiasm. Wow. And me just being like, Lily, Lily, babe, 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 babe. Okay. Like, gotta keep it down. Gotta keep it down. Gotta keep it down. She's like, but it was just so amazing. Right. That's amazing. Um, oh, hey, you know what else we need to say right off the bat? Dude, uh-huh. this is going to be spoiler like oh, ridden, right? Yes. Yeah. So this is, yeah. If, if you have, if you are one of these people that's at the theater and hasn't seen the movie yet and going in, it would be uh-huh. the two gomers talking about this really loud and revealing right. everything to you. So, right. Th- there's a couple kinds of people that would enjoy this episode. Uh-huh. People that have seen the movie. Yep. The second category that I can think of are people that aren't going to see the movie and don't care <laughs> about <Yep>. spoilers <laughs> and just want right. to listen to a podcast of people that they like talking about the movie and you you just you're okay with spoilers, but I think that's a good call, right. Anthony. Like it's th- this is spoiler 100%. We're going to say everything. Yep. Uh Ray is the granddaughter of Jar Jar Banks. <laughs> so, I I'm, just just to let everybody know right off the bat, <laughs> I'm a little bummed that there's no Gungan anything in this movie. We'll get to that. But they do they did, I don't know if you are caught up with Mandalorian, but there was a fun yes. Gungan joke. In loved a it. I was just ago. Yep. Yeah. Totally. Right on. <laughs> I loved it. Me too. Yep. I was so happy about that Gungan mm-hmm. joke. Me too. Me and too. I don't know if you caught the Star Wars holiday special joke in the first episode. Mm, okay. There Tell were, me about that. His The first bounty that he gets, yep. it's kind of like that kind of squirrely guy who's like a little tubby and he gets him right. He says, man, I was yep. hoping to get back for... Oh, now I'm forgetting the name of the holiday. Oh, yeah. No, I remember this. I remember this. He was like light day or... Uh, life day. Gosh. I was really hoping life to get day. back in time light for life day. day. And I was like, okay, yes. I'm really going to enjoy this show. I did catch that yep. 100%. That, is, that was amazing. Yeah. Um, okay. So you, you just said that you had a Gomer one sheet, which is our tradition. Yep. Right. Um, I also have a proximity to a VHS synopsis, just the Fandango synopsis I have. Oh, okay. That's great. Okay. So Gomer one sheet. Mm-hmm. Um, all I have to say about that. Yes. Is that the budget $200 million estimated. Okay. That's um, expensive. Release date, obviously, yesterday. <laughs> well, December, so, okay. If you're listening th- th- to this, this is a, way in the future, yeah. This is a good question. <laughs> like, the release day on all the promotional material is still today, which is Friday right. the 20th, yep. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, th- that's not really the case anymore. Well, the, you know, it's kind of like Good Friday, how it, like, creeps in. Uh-huh. So, like... It not used not to be... Good Friday, Black Friday. <laughs> good Friday. <laughs> yes, Good Friday, Easter should be all is is like the most important. Yeah, most important day ever. I'm right? all up in arms because we're celebrating Good Friday now on Thursday night. <laughs> right. How commercialized. <laughs> what is this? Easter all year? Oh my gosh. Um, <clears throat> which it is for us. Right. Um, okay, so no, no, but like, yeah, Black Friday. You're yeah. right. Like they started doing the sales on you know, well, they started releasing the movies at midnight, right? The twentieth. Th- so I remember 20th. seeing two towers at midnight. Yes, twelve oh one. It's like officially. Yeah, it's officially Friday. Right. Yeah. 
So now they've creeped it back to now they're showing it upwards of 6 p.m. Yep. Right. So that's when we went was 6 p.m. of the midnight. (laughs) You know, so, yeah. Official release date, though, 1220, which is awesome, because hopefully this podcast is going to come out on that date. I'm going to do my darndest. Okay. Um, That'd be pretty neat. Yeah. Uh, Two hours, 21 minute runtime. Gross at the box office. We're not sure, but we know it made at least 100 bucks for me and you. (laughs) <laughs> so well yeah that's true <laughs> to, combined a hundred dollar profit right so i'm pretty sure they're gonna do fine yeah. um and i'll just do oh top current event impeachment um mm-hmm. just because this is a time capsule yeah um and rotten tomatoes right now as it sits on the day it opens critic score 58 percent audience score 86 percent I can't wait to talk about this. Mm. Do you remember when we did our last Jedi episode? We came yep. in completely fresh without that Rotten Tomato score, which uh, I, I guess I did see that somewhere, maybe last night or this morning. Um, yep. We raved about Last Jedi for two hours straight. We both loved it. And then at the end yep. of the episode, I was like, dude, I just looked at Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> audience score like 40 percent ah and critic score i think over 90 i'm gonna double check that um really so this is flipped yep and i i really want to talk about that okay yep cannot wait uh you know how we said spoiler chat Mm -hmm. um people that are new to the gomers if you're still listening yeah um one of our biggest goals is to bring joy into the world. Yep. Uh, to be delightful, in mm-hmm. the words of J.J. Abrams from The Force Awakens. Yeah. Um. So this, at least on my end, dude, if you don't like fanboy stuff and people that are really happy and excited, yeah, it might not. <laughs> well, I, speaking of spoilers, you, yep. We we may balance each other out here a little bit. Okay. Good. Good. Okay. Yeah. So it won't. Okay. Be, that, that's great. It won't so be then, just a gush yeah. fest. Um, I think people might be pleased to hear that. I don't know if they will. Um, but well, I have I have two major problems. One thing that almost burst my bubble. Wow. Okay. Um, that's good that to hear. Made me, me mad. Two things that made me mad burst my bubble. Uh-huh. But oh my gosh, I can't wait. I am gonna friggin' gush. Okay. Um, just real quick, I think this is super important. I'm looking at Rotten okay. Tomatoes here. Um, yep. Cats mm-hmm. has a 20% critic rating <laughs> and, <laughs> and uh, a 69% <laughs> audience. So I love everything about that. I have my tickets to Cats. I'm going on Sunday. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I'll let you know how it is unbelievable see dude in this like we're still figuring out and our culture is still figuring out audience reviews of everything right from yelp Mm -hmm. to google reviews to rotten tomatoes Mm -hmm. like the the opinion has now been handed to the people yep and uh, and, right so like we don't go to a restaurant that's less than four stars when i when we go to a new place uh huh. I don't just search for the kind of food I want. Maybe this is right. what you're saying. Like yeah. I'm also looking at star ratings and deciding if I 
if like, well, why did that get a two star? Dang, yeah. your kitchen's dirty or whatever. Not uh-huh, for right. me. I'm going to go to this one instead, right? I don't, has it made us more like haughty toddy? I don't know. Or has it raised yeah. the um the bar? Who knows? That I see. I kind of think a little bit of both. I yeah. do think it's raising the bar though for for restaurants because like you know how the, the the car dealership we just watched that Seinfeld episode, right? The the most the the biggest power you have is to walk out. <laughs> yeah. of a car dealership like george <laughs> i'll walk out of here right now the ultimate power to walk right. out yep yep so like the ultimate power we have is yelp in your pocket yeah and i think i think with that it feels more cut and dry with restaurants um right because movies are all completely opinion based right and because movie twitter movie culture is mm-hmm. there are so many trolls yep it's hard to figure out and it was for me especially in the last jedi what does this mean now i think right. because this movie it's swapped it's giving me a better idea about what it means and i really want to talk yeah. about that um sweet okay but let me give you the fandango synopsis usually on perfect okay. movie i read the back of the vhs <laughs> tape That is not the case here for about a million reasons. So here is the Fandango synopsis. It says this. Great. The riveting conclusion of the seminal Skywalker saga where new Mm. legends will be born and the final battle for freedom is yet to come. The end. That's it. One sentence. Okay. Uh, Pretty Mm. good. Yep. Oh, wait. Now, oh, here's a new, here's a, here's. Looks like a little bit more synopsis. Okay. Lucasfilm and director J.J. Abrams joined forces once again to take viewers on an epic journey to a galaxy far, far away with Star Wars, colon, The Rise of Skywalker, the riveting conclusion of the seminal Skywalker saga where new legends will be born and the final battle for freedom is yet to come. Wow, that's <laughs> even more detailed. They named the director. Wow. New legends born, that little uh, that little robot. Babu Frick. Oh, Dido. Dido? Dido? Wait a minute. That's a singer. Dia. Dio? Dio. That's Dio. Yep. Dido. Uh, okay. <laughs> I like Dio. Super cute. Uh, Dio got Baba some Frick. laughs I wrote from that. us. Babu Frick. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Baba Frick. I mean, laughing every time he said that. Baba Frick. I was like, kind of remind me of like Jeddah. You know, like we we went to Jeddah on uh, Rogue One. Baba Frick. Oh, that's Frick. right. Is it Baba Frick or Bob? See, I think it's Babu, Babu Frick. Yeah, it is. Although I liked him. He was funny. I liked him too. Um, we uh, This is probably another good disclaimer. We're probably going to mispronounce a ton of stuff. This just, it, it isn't in the culture yet, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And so I actually went back and listened to, I think it was our Rogue One episode. Um, yep. Last summer, I went back and listened to it and I was like, we're mispronouncing all the names. But that's because we're literally doing it the morning after we just saw these characters for the first time 12 hours ago or shorter. Right. And so yep. people need to know that, too. Don't be like, it's Babu Frick, you idiots. <laughs> <laughs> we're doing our best here, yo. We really are. Um, okay. Uh, I feel like I'm ready. Okay. I I think we're ready to go. Uh, just like this is a crossover event mm-hmm. to Gomer's perfect movie. Yep. Uh, this movie was a crossover event of uh star wars and felicity that's right bringing in that felicity uh, the the only th- i mean my main problem with this movie is we couldn't see your haircut 
Mm, Remember that? True. All that controversy about was it second season Felicity? Was like, she cut her hair short? One of the one of the biggest snafus in TV culture history, right? She got that haircut. Um, no, but dude, there's a bunch of the cast of Felicity. That's what I'm saying. Greg Grunberg, J.J. Abrams. Yep. Uh, so yeah, there were there was like especially when because basically you can just hear her voice, and on that show she's just narrating all the time. Yeah, that's true. My yep. eyes were closed, and I was like, hmm, "It's an episode of Felicity." Yeah. Um, who will she end up with? I can't remember who the the love triangle and city right now i can't remember her boyfriend's names i don't know but we'll see who she ends up with in this one which i thought was friggin hilarious one of the one of the best moments i thought between the the very end between her and post so funny so instead of the trailer which we usually listen to before the meat of the podcast and perfect movie let's listen to this two minute the end featurette that they just released a couple days ago i think that'll get us into the meat of the podcast and the question we're asking is The Rise of Skywalker a perfect movie? Well, there's nothing like the Star Wars series. It's sense of humanity, okay. it's sense of heart, Hello. <laughs> and it's sense of adventure. The ending in episode nine is a conclusion of a story that is over 40 years in the making. I feel very nostalgic at many, many points that this is sort of. As everyone says, you don't get experiences like this very often. You're glad that you're finishing, but savoring every moment. It's that moment of saying goodbye. Uh, Here we are all together, perhaps for the last time. But there is an air of nostalgia as we pose for the final frame. This is the end. I want you to know that you have been a real friend or two my best one in fact this is one big story that comes to this final conclusion that is intimate and emotional and moving we will go out and bang there's an energy to it and it's bigger than anything i could have ever imagined come on the end of the saga provides the most intense challenge that any of these characters have ever seen Maybe forever. <laughs> the force will be with you. Always. I'm Ray. Pause. No, she didn't pause, actually. She said it in one phrase, right? I'm Ray. Yeah, I'm Ray. But Ray? The, d- d- I can't remember. I, well, you've seen it which twice. One? Maybe you remember it more. Which What's, one are you talking about? Are you ta- talking cl- about when she was at the parade thing or no, at the no, very no, no. end? Very, very end. Does she say, I'm, I'm Ray. Ray? Ray Skywalker? Does she repeat her name? Nope. Nope. Okay. I don't think so. This is going to happen a lot, I think, here, because I, you know, I'm one of those bozos that only watched it once last night. <laughs> what? You got to use your hands? You only went once? <laughs> what? 
<laughs> that's true. Uh, there was a moment at the end. Uh, we were standing in the hallway and we we're like, I mean, there's another one starting right now. Yep. But the boys had school this morning. I right was pretty surprised when you told me you were seeing it twice. I felt like that was a big risk. <laughs> I know you texted me. You said, hopefully it's good, exclamation point. Smiley like face. A... <laughs> yep, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, it was the smiley face with a little, like, s- that, like, sweat drop on the side. Yep. Where it's like, Ee! Sweat drop. Yep. Um, yep, totally. Okay, so, first of all, that wasn't quite a trailer. It was more like a, uh, that we just heard, it was like, yeah. what would you call it? Like a retrospective... retrospective mini documentary like because the shots in it i mean dude that trailer was 42 years in the making Mm -hmm. you know what i mean yep like oh my gosh every single thing about this movie had it's it's so much better than this what i'm gonna say but like Mm -hmm. when we did our 10th anniversary gomers when we had so much material to draw from like the episodes couldn't help but be fun I mean, right. that's really patting ourselves on the back, and we're not Star Wars. But, like, it was so fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, like, the, they have so much material to draw from. Yeah. Um, which is, yeah. So, I think that's what uh, certainly, well, right before we recorded, Jessica was in the room here, and you asked her what mm-hmm. she thought. And yep. I think that the most impressive thing for me and for uh, definitely for her and everybody that I went to the movie with was that they were able to wrap so much material up. Yep. Yeah. And it's not just movies. There were so many extended universe stuff, things in this Mm. movie um, Mm. for people that are fans of the comics, especially the animated TV shows. There Mm. was so much in this movie where it was like they wrapped up not only nine movies, well, yeah, 11 movies, right? Because right. Uh, of Rogue One and Solo, but yep. the, the nine, right? The big nine, they yep. wrapped up, but also so many little things for fans that are real, <laughs> like deep dive fans. Right, yeah. And that'll get into my theory about why this has flipped the critic okay. and the fan ratings. Got it. Okay, I love that. Okay. Um, usually we would start... The, the, usually this is our trial section of Perfect Movie, right? Right. We usually take a movie we love, something like, let's say, Jurassic Park. Uh-huh. And then we, the you, you and I act as the defense team. We present two pieces of evidence each to prove to you, the listener, and to ourselves that the movie is, in fact, perfect. Yep. And then we give it to the listener to help us decide. Yep. And then what happens to the perfect movie list, dude? This is this is important. <laughs> then we put the movies on a flash drive. Yep. MP4 files. MP4s, yep. <laughs> put it on Voyager. Viger. Which will eventually get so old that some of the letters will fall off. <laughs> or yep. what? Get sandblasted <laughs> away. So then it's Viger. And then Kirk Cameron and the and the team will Kirk Cameron. Kirk, <laughs> Kirk Cameron. What? what in the world? I am tired. Captain Kirk James Cameron. What? Captain Kirk, Kirk Cameron from Growing Pains and the Left Behind series. <laughs> what the heck? Captain Kirk. Oh, wait. I got to tell you this thing about when I, w- I was getting my hair did yesterday. Okay. 
and I was I told my uh, hairdresser, yeah, I'm going to Star Wars tonight, hoping yep. to get some sort of reaction. Sure. Yeah. And she, we talked a little bit about, it and she's like, wait, but isn't Spock dead? Oh. And I was like, man, millennials, millennials. millennials. <laughs> wrong <laughs> series. Wrong, wrong fact. <laughs> right. Um. <laughs> it, just, it just is embarrassing. Um, anyways, we put it on the flash drive, put it in V'ger, send it up so that the aliens can watch it someday. Right. So they have a list of perfect movies. Right. Right. So because we've only seen this movie recently, mm-hmm. we don't know. Right. We can't even say we love it because we didn't know that. And so right. we're just not going to be able to follow that structure. Uh, so here's what we're going to do. Anthony, like you said, it's going to be like, kind of fresh right like yep, i said stream, stream of consciousness right raw right raw oh also for the listener perfect doesn't mean flawless we're going to keep saying that over and over again perfect is subjective it's not flawless yeah so can you talk a little bit about where you're landing with what a perfect movie is dude okay wait i think we're gonna save that right we are got to get to this or do you want to do that right now just just real quick tell tell your four things okay for me, it's how it sounds, how it looks, mm. how it makes me feel, mm-hmm. and nostalgia can supersede all of that. <laughs> Side note, there has to be some sort of great storytelling. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's good. Um, I think I think I'm landing in a similar spot, but I, I like that to okay. kind of frame this conversation. Got um, it. Okay. That's, that's super good. Yep, and, I see. and give people an insight into what? perfect movie the podcast feels like too right doesn't Um, mean flawless movie right it's a different it's a different definition okay so as far as structure for this time we're not going to put it on trial in the way that we usually do i thought we could start with initial impressions Mm -hmm. i think we should talk about what we loved okay i think we should dig a little bit into what we didn't love yep then do some final thoughts great um then i've got an envelope here that says i'm showing it to you you can verify oh yes i posted this picture on instagram it's a sealed envelope with my rise of skywalker predictions inside oh love it we're gonna open that live on the air and then we'll do some listener feedback where we'll hear people's predictions before they saw the movie which is pretty fun okay super fun dude okay so deep breath That sounded kind of like uh, Snoke a little bit. <laughs> He's always breathing that that like giant test tube full of Snokes. <laughs> right. Did you see that thing? <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that was weird. <laughs> I I really okay. Let's start with initial impressions. Okay. Kind of great broad big thoughts about the movie. So I, I think you should okay. start. Okay, dude. You ready for this? Oh yeah. I'm gonna gush. Okay. <laughs> I said that there has never been a movie made for me. Wow. Like this. Very, very interesting. Okay. Tell me more about that. Okay. I I just wrote down the perfect movie Taylor made for me. Like, dude. Okay. We're going to get into the things. Like I told you, it burst my bubble at one point and got really mad because it actually talked about a text that I sent to you. Really? Yep. 
Okay, uh, I can't wait to hear about that. Sure. So there are okay. parts in it that weren't. Well, it sounds like that even like got your hackles up a bit. Yeah, there there weren't there weren't parts that were flawless. Okay, but like okay, everybody like people that know us that know the podcast. My favorite part about Star Wars mm-hmm. is the score. Okay, this is John Williams' magnum opus. <laughs> Okay. Wow. This is his life's work on display. 42 years of writing. Uh-huh. One space opera saga. Yep. Leitmotifs on leitmotifs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, okay, I, I underline this. Exhausted from headache, from crying, and emotions. <laughs> <laughs> I like that as your, your big picture <laughs> thoughts. It gave me a headache because I cried so much. <laughs> like, dude. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Let me just do one thing off the top. Do it. Ray's theme. I've been singing this mm. over and over and over again. Yep. Did John Williams know this? Like, know did what? John Williams know that? Okay. Spoiler. This is the spoiler of spoilers. Yeah. Okay. This is the first big spoiler. Is that... Ray is Emperor Palpatine's granddaughter. What? Uh, uh, <laughs> okay. Yep. But that's the biggest spoiler of the movie, right? Let's just get yep. it out of the way. All right. And so right. what does that have to do with the score? Tell me. I'm really curious. Okay. Dude. So first of all, we talked about on the Home Alone episode, the DSE Ray. Yeah. Dee do dee do dee do do do. Yep. Okay. Ray's first theme is a harmony to the DSE Ray. So you can sing mm-hmm. the DSE Ray on top, or you can sing Ray's theme on top of the DSE Ray. Wow. It's the harmony to the Day of Wrath theme. Okay, mm-hmm. first of all. Yep. Second of all, Emperor theme. Um, okay, now I'm getting too excited. Yeah, they go together. Now, now, how does Kylo Ren's theme fit into that? Because his is almost that same thing, right? A little bit, a little bit different. Yeah. And often I feel like, I mean, I'll have to watch the movie again. Often I feel like he weaves, just like you're doing right now, he weaves one with the other and they're playing simultaneously sometimes. And then they're playing one after the other, especially in that final battle scene between the three of them. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Totally. the, the, The score is so aggressive sometimes. I mean, yes. right at the, like whenever Kylo Ren's flying his thing around, mm-hmm. I felt like pushed ba, back ba, into ba. my seat. <laughs> yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then it gets I, I, subtler throughout yeah. the movie. And then that, I mean, J-Dubs is just, mm. and this dude is conducting the orchestra. Yes. Like 86 years old or something like that. <laughs> Noah said, he must be in that like El- that Palpatine rig 
<laughs> up in front of the up in front of the orchestra, like supported yeah, totally. by a huge crane, kind of dangling yeah. there, waving his hands around. <laughs> they just like he's like gathering uh like power from the orchestra like exactly like once sucking a, it in once in a while he sucks it from the first violin he sucks it totally. from the clarinets yeah yeah <laughs> um yeah like i he's telling the story like uh, like just, like we've we've like we talked about home alone, home alone how many like little themes are all over the place yeah there are easily 50 to 100 leitmotifs that he can he can just and this was probably one of the easier scores for him, dude. Because he had so much material to work off. He of? had so much, dude. Here's the Millennium Falcon. Okay, throw that in over there. Okay, now Leia. Okay, now we've got Lando. Okay, now at the very end when like the people come together. Well, yeah. okay, Force theme all over the place. Force theme all over the place. Yoda all over the place. Uh, Luke. The, but the and the new stuff, the Resistance theme right dude is the march is of the resistance there. coming in all over the place yep oh my gosh so i i like like yeah. even, just you describing Ray, the you score know. is like so i don't think it probably was easy for him because you've got yeah. all this material and you have to figure out how to what to pick from and how to right. create something that feels uh in, there's some semblance of a direction that you're going in instead of like yep. boom, 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 boom. Um, so I, I feel like that it, that's kind of how the movie feels a little bit too. Like, what do we choose from? What, what, do, yeah. Well, I just remember, and this is the last thing I'll say about this because we yeah. got to get on to other stuff, but this, this is why this was made for me. I was like, I don't know more about almost anything in the world than this music than the star it was wars like, score it's like well that like it's some of my favorite stuff from being a kid and it, so it was like here you go like uh-huh. this is your final exam for life okay this is it yeah. and just stinking and it was like a meal prepared mm-hmm. with the you know so many delicacies just for i don't know um but i just remember him saying that the most difficult thing for him is crafting yeah. those light motifs. Mm-hmm. You mean That's making I mean, them like, the first some... for the first time, right? Like Got because it. they're that important to him. And we have stood That's in awe he labored of that over the most. before. But I think when we were we were doing the Force Awakens episode, we were like, "How does he keep doing it? How mm-hmm. does he keep I... crafting yeah. them?" Right. Where walking out like of the theater, the, we could sing the Ray theme and the Ren theme, both. Yeah. Well, even the Knights of Ren got one. There's like there's some timpani like. Yeah. Like. Oh, so cool. Yeah, definitely. Um. Okay, you ready for my first impressions? Oh boy. Yes, sir. Okay. So, I had an absolute blast. Okay. I was laughing. Yep. Lots of laughs. Tons of laughs. Lots of goosebumps. Yep. And not the embarrassed for you kind. Like actual goosebumps. Hair standing right. up on the back of my neck kind of stuff. Yeah. Right. Um, uh, tears. Yep. Loved it. I really loved Sweet. it. I want you to hear yep. that. And I want the audience to hear that. Okay. 
Okay. Great. So let me tell you a little bit. Let me tell you a little, a little story about when I was eight years old. Okay. That I was thinking about this morning on my long walk before the sun rose with my dog. Mm, beautiful. So when I was seven uh, and approaching my eighth birthday, I loved Twizzlers. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Stick with me. And so my best Great. friend, Andy Zykowski, I found a picture of him. I'm showing him to showing the picture to you right now. There's me and Andrew Zykowski. Oh, that's great. Okay. My best yeah. friend knew I loved Twizzlers. And so he invited me over to his house for a sleepover. And he was like, I got you an early birthday present. And he pulls out this family size bag of Twizzlers because he knew I was okay. a Twizzlers boy. And I was like, yep. that's, I, I felt so loved. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I felt like this guy knows who I am. And he gave me the most massive bag of Twizzlers I've ever seen. Okay. okay. So that night I ate the whole bag of Twizzlers and that's oh, all I no. ate. Yeah. 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 Okay. And really enjoyed it. And the next morning <laughs> I just felt a little queasy <laughs> from having eaten everything I thought I wanted. Okay. And I thought that was too much Twizzlers, I think. And so I need to take a little break from Twizzlers. <laughs> Got it. Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker felt like <laughs> Kathleen Kennedy and J.J. Abrams were like, oh, you like Star Wars. We heard you like Star Wars and we're your <laughs> friends. So sit here and start eating <laughs> right at that opening crawl and don't stop eating Star Wars for two and a half hours. And we're going to give you everything you ever told us you wanted. <laughs> and I had a great time. And this morning, I just feel a little bit queasy. You feel uh, uh, hungover from too much candy, too many Twizzlers. Too much of what I thought I wanted. Mm. And um, only that. So mm. I still feel like I really enjoyed myself and I loved it. But I'm feeling a little bit hungover. Mm -hmm. And because of that, I'm starting to see the cracks. Got it. And there are some significant cracks that I feel, and I don't want this to be a downer. No, nope. like I so, actually it, was nervous no. coming in because I don't want to hurt your feelings, <laughs> dude. This movie, the score stands alone. Okay, like no. you could say anything you want, and I. Plus, you, no matter what, can like, dude. I went with Lily last night. Yep. Top five most fun moments of our daddy daughter life right so what and, how old is she she's so eight is that right she's eight she's eight I, you know i'm gonna send you i we voice memoed and just conducted during the credits wow i'm gonna send you that you can throw any or none of it into the end if you want to as sure. like an easter egg okay but first of all if you have eight-year-olds well you know every kid's different yeah this is not too scary the snake yeah. scene she just really doesn't like snakes okay other yeah. than that I forgot totally about totally appropriate. Yeah, all oh, that snake. Ugh. Snakes, snakes. So Yeah, don't need, like don't need snakes. no snakes. Right. I okay, I, I'm dying to know your cracks. I um I'm just saying experience wise, uh cinnamon coke, popcorn, <laughs> like it was And you're per, eight year like, old. Yeah. Well your first so it this was is your first dude, premiere. It was perfect. Right? Her first premiere. Okay. 
Um, we watched Last Jedi right before. Uh-huh. She is primed and ready for this. And she, dude, we were crying. It was so fun. That's amazing. Yeah, so I think I took Jack and Noah to our first premiere, which was Avengers, the first Avengers. Okay. Um, yep. When they were, when Jack was her age, I believe. Um, or maybe okay. they were kind of the ages that surrounded it. And so sure. I know how you feel. I will remember that beginning of a tradition for us. Yeah. Forever. And right. that movie has a s- extremely special place in my heart because of that. Yep. Like right. from then on, we went to every single Marvel movie together opening night. Oh, beautiful. And, uh, and every Star Wars movie, it kind of broke the dam of... I need to see this first. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, th- there, there are things now that we can go together, and we go as a family now to these opening nights. And you, you, when we get to that movie in Perfect Movie, yeah, it's almost like nothing could be said that can break that experience for me. Right. So, go, go ahead. Yeah, like, okay, I just thought of this. Like, <laughs> you go, you go to the movie first so that you can. Dad's playing. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, I, but I want you to hear really clearly. I loved it and I had an amazing time. Yep. Um, 100%. I, I, I think I'm realizing too that you come at a movie, especially like this, from, from your ears. Mm, like yeah. the score, like you're saying, is just... I, I I have not I hadn't even thought about the score until you said it. Are you that that is like literally all like the two things I wanted to hear the score and who is Ray? Okay, so that's and I loved than, them both. Yep, that's different than me coming Friggin', in. Yep, because I come in for story. Mm-hmm. And does this fit together? And is sure. there a common narrative that I feel like yeah. is is tight? Yep. and works and so um i think we're going to come into our conclusions then differently because of okay. those things okay i i do like story i i don't want to of course I don't want and i like, to be like i like I, score like, too yeah right yeah we both yeah it's just like on the like the totem pole yeah like it was a friggin' concert <laughs> and i need to see it again and probably I remember when I saw Force Awakens the second time, I listened to the score much more. And it was like yeah. a whole different movie for me. Uh, um, yeah, sure. And so I, I, I'm I'm looking forward to doing that again. Yep. Okay. Can we talk more about the things that we loved? Yep. I for think sure. that would be great. Yeah. The score seems like it was top for you. Um, oh, yeah. Emperor theme fast. Love? So fun. Okay. Um, <laughs> loved the timpani at the top. I think that's what they were missing in the first two. I need to go back, but I've been trying to figure out why do episodes seven and eight not sound as great as four, five, and six. Okay. Part of it is that incredible London Symphony trumpet dude that just <laughs> blasts over the top. Yeah. But it starts with a timpani roll. Ba-da-ba-bee! And I think episodes seven and eight, they forgot to put that in, and they put that in here. I was waiting for it. The timpani um, roll is before that trumpet blast? Yep, it goes. Wow. Okay, interesting. You'll yeah. you'll hear it. Okay. What'd you think of the crawl? Um, Sorry, we are going to the very beginning, but I I'm wondering yep. what you thought about the crawl. 
crawl. Pull it up here. Uh, had oh yeah, pu- yeah. Pull it up. Okay. Okay. Shoot. The the crawl was tight, short. Talked about mm-hmm. Palpatine right away. Yep. Um. So I went to it twice. Right. And the second time, so the first time I sent next to an eight year old sweetheart that was reading it out loud, <laughs> loudly. <laughs> You didn't happen to get audio of that, did you? I didn't because my mind was... I should have. She read it out loud, loudly. And I was like, Lily, Lily. Okay, this is so dang cute. And also, we were sitting in the front row, by the way. Very front? Front row. Last tickets available for the six. Reclining. And it was a blast. Got it. Um, Second time, I was sitting next to one of my buddies and then some rando that was wasted. Oh no! And knew nothing about no, 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 dude. It was hilarious. It was oh, okay. fun. Yeah. Sometimes that could go either way, I guess. And I'm no, glad you saw wasted. it already one time before wasted boy. Nope. Wasted. Hilarious. Laughed super hard. Like knew nothing about Star Wars. Was constantly asking me questions. Made me feel like a genius. <laughs> <laughs> what an experience. <laughs> okay, tell me about the crawl. Tell me about the crawl. Okay. Um, I really liked it. And uh, I go right away, back, right? Yeah, I go back to how inscrutable those uh, crawls in the prequels are. You're mm. like the trade federation. Yeah, the, uh, what? I, I I don't understand. Like the the fact that um, this crawl starts with those three words with an exclamation point. The dead speak. Mm. That's that's great. That's a thrilling yep. start. Like, what are totally. you talking about? The fact that uh, this is why they needed to reveal that the Emperor is in the movie. In the, in, in the trailers, right? Because I think yep. it, it, to, to know this in the crawl, because they really don't do any exposition about how the Emperor is alive still. Right. How is he? I, I don't know. They don't do any of that. There's no backstory of the Emperor himself. Now, the... There's, they're probably like, well, we just need some space here to fill it up with comic books and animated series and stuff right, to explain right. it between these two. Because I think it's a year after the battle on the Red Sand Planet. Okay. It's been a year. Yep. Um, so right off the bat, they're talking about that the voice of Emperor Palpatine has is speaking right and gathering or something like that and so all these people are trying to figure out what that means uh leia ray and kylo ren are all trying to figure this out and then what i love is that the last line is meanwhile supreme leader kylo ren rages in search of the phantom emperor determined to destroy any threat to his power so he they're setting this up as like ray and kylo ren have a common enemy again Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, which I love, which I loved about the end of Last Jedi, that Snoke yes. became their common enemy. Hundred percent. So I like yeah. that great crawl. They, yep, thought they set it up great. Mm-hmm. Loved listening to him being to it being read. Yep, went straight to just Kylo, just his morning workout or something. <laughs> <laughs> this th- and this is what I mean by aggressive. I felt like just he's just flying around as fast as he can doing something yep he's on some sort of quest to find some sort of little pyramid thingy right okay so i loved the speed 
Mm-hmm. I see. I loved the speed of the entire opening. Falcon doing four. Uh, what what was it called? Shifting. Oh no, I can't remember what it was skipping. called. Skipping. Um. So yes. Uh, like light light speed, speed skipping. skipping. Or... Yeah. Incredible. Yep. That was new and great. I like that. Kylo jumping around, going from place to place, super fast, <laughs> yep. super fast. Yeah. Loved it. Love the momentum. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I I think this is maybe why I feel a little twizzlered because okay. I'm not sure that pace led up. Now I might be remembering mm. the movie wrong, but I feel okay. like it was high pace, high yeah. cuts or fast cuts, high action for two hours and a half. Oh, it, it is so tight. Yep. There isn't any dead space. Like actually Lily said five minutes in, she's like, I feel like I'm still watching a trailer. Mm-hmm. She's like, what, what is going on? Yeah. Like she, yeah. Even that eight-year-old mind was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. You know, just. So we already recorded uh, our results episode for all of our holiday movies, right? We're right. going to release yep. that in January. Uh, one of the things I say in there, I think, is that the biggest sin for me in a movie is that it's boring. Mm, right. And that doesn't need, that doesn't mean it has to be like action-packed 100% of the time. I mean, Arrival is slow. Right, but it's not boring. Right. Right. Totally. Um, Yep. But I can say for sure about this movie that I was not bored (laughs) at all. Never bored. There was never a moment where I was bored. Now, some of it is just bonkers. Yeah. Uh, But it wasn't boring. Uh, Not boring. Right off the bat, I guess my point is that you are immediately just like, Maybe maybe the light speed skipping is a good analogy for it. Just like mm. <laughs> like that's what right. it feels like the whole movie. Yeah, it's like okay, wrap up this bow. Okay, pull this in from the scene. Pull this in from uh, you know, even like you know, cartoons. Pull this in from here. Mm-hmm. Wrap it up. Boom. Yeah, total yeah. light speed skipping. That's actually a great way of thinking about this. Yeah, you yep. you you accomplish one task, you have to do another. You accomplish that task, you have to do another. Which is very Star yep. Wars to me. Like, yes. there's always yep. like, uh, e- even from episode four, there is always this feeling of here's something we need to do. How are we going to get there? Pull in a different character so that we can get there. Once we get yep. there, we have to figure out what to do next because of that previous thing we did. Yep. And there so wasn't that feels yeah. that feels familiar and good for sure. Yeah, I didn't feel like there were any Canto bites that had no point. Okay. Yep. Maybe you did. No, I didn't, but I'm not sure that was a good thing for me. Okay. Like everything. Okay. 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 So we'll get to that in things we don't like. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I've come around to Canto Bite. Maybe that's what I'm saying. Uh, okay. Because I think it serves it's just a, a different per- world. An, I think it serves as an important narrative purpose in making okay. a movie uh, and telling a story that you can breathe in a little bit. Um, Got it. Yep. Uh, a couple other things that I loved are the fact that uh, it did what it promised me in the trailer, which was most of the time it was like the gang together. Mm, yeah, totally. We're going together. Friends. Mm-hmm. Yep. Even when you're alone, we go together. Remember he said that? Yep. You're going alone, but you're going with us. So that that was the best news. To, that was music to my ears. When he was like, yes. she was like, I'm going, you're right. I need to go and I need to finish what Luke started. 
and they didn't let her go by herself. Okay. Finn yep. and Poe went with her. Dude, what if Han and Leia or you know, yep. Chewie. Well, R2 went with Luke to visit Yoda. And so did Chewie. Or like Oh no, no. What if, I see what you mean. I I was thinking Force I was thinking at the end of Force Awakens, R2 sure. and Chewie go with Rey. Yes. Yep, you're right. So they did, but like what if in like when when uh Obi-Wan just went by himself to the clones. Right. Could have brought a crew. <laughs> yeah. That so that movie is maybe the the great example of what of what I don't like. Which is it's okay mm. if you split up a little bit. But Obi-Wan in episode two is on his own mission the whole time. And mm. it's like yep. not it's it's hard to to be excited about that. Yeah. And also you're like, what the heck is, what, what am I seeing? Here? What, what, are, what's even going on? Dude. Okay. <laughs> so there are so many characters. Mm -hmm. Like one of the best things in star Wars is when there's multiple thing, like it ground in space. Right. You know, like fighting together for one thing. And like, they're both hinging on the other one working. Yeah, and so probably the end of Jedi is the best yes. example of that, where there's three, Hunt, yeah. three things going on, or two. You, no, there's three. You've got the land. You've got the the land battle. Yep. The space battle, mm -hmm. and then Luke, the Emperor. You're right. And Darth Vader. Yes, that's right. So Han and Leia are leading the, and the Ewoks are leading the charge to destroy yep. the shield. Lando yep. is flying around waiting for that shield to go down so that they can go and destroy yep. the Death Star. And so there's a whole space battle there. And then it kind of s cuts to these slower parts where <laughs> the Emperor's like, yes, do it, do it. <laughs> right. You know, that's actually basically the last 30 minutes of this movie, isn't it? Yep. And so I love it when they do, I love it when they do those, they're all separate, but they're in the same kind of 10 mile radius of one another right i think yep. the, the problem with episode two is obi-wan's off on his own thing and you're like i don't understand what's happening with this clone place i don't know who sifo is or whoever it is that he's talking about <laughs> <It's> <laughs> like you're just saying words <laughs> i don't understand and it's not connected with the other horrible thing that's happening which is right anakin right. is riding a watermelon creature and rolling around with Padme and there's zero chemistry. hundred <laughs> percent. Um, okay. Want me to just read a couple things that I loved? Cause I know we got to get to okay. other things. Great. Leia training. Uh, I forgot. Leia I love, training. I love that. Like I, I cried. old, like they did the CGI, right? Dude, they did faces. I don't know. Maybe, maybe that'll. Maybe people don't won't agree. I I agree. I think I, it was it way looked... better than yep. the end of Rogue One. It, do you think it was because yep. most of her face was covered up? Yes, it's just like you could just see just the right amount. Okay, I agree with young, that. perfect, um, Luke, incredible. Like, dude, that right there, like that is right after Return of the Jedi. I'm going to train you to be a Jedi. Um. It was a dream fulfilled for me. Yep. <laughs> I, I've 
I've dr- <laughs> sounds so dumb though, dude. But as soon as you find out that Leia is, uh, it has the Force in yeah. Return of the Jedi, my little brain wanted to see her training. Yeah, to be a Jedi. Totally. And so with all that hair, <laughs> all that hair. She and should have had a huge helmet, like <laughs> a helmet with like two round orbs on either yeah. side of it right. to hold her cinnamon buns. <laughs> that would have been good. And she's wearing a metal yeah. bikini training. Yeah. Um, but I'm I, obviously this is case in point. I've only seen it once. I forgot about that scene. And I feel like mm. I'm tearing up a little bit like that. I've. I've been waiting for to see that for 30 years and they showed me just the right amount so that my imagination can That's still it. go wild. That's it. Dude. Yeah. I just wrote down rose gold lightsaber. <laughs> Cause <laughs> I ordered just it from bought... Apple rose gold. So <laughs> it was totally ro- like Leia's saber of course is rose gold. Yeah. Um, Cause I had just bought Aaron the rose gold Apple watch like a couple days ago. Yep. Um, That's great. That's perfect. Yeah. Um, I, I really, really loved that. Uh, I, th- yep. I thought 3PO was in rare form in this movie. Yep. I think yep. he was so funny and the his physical, there was just a lot of physical comedy that he was doing where yeah. they, that scene where they all look back at him. Yeah. He looks forward <laughs> and then he's like, who are you looking at? And looks back behind himself. <laughs> that was very, um, there's a scene in Return of the Jedi where Han is giving him directions. Yeah. And he and he looks like this. And then Han says, and do this. And he looks back and forth and back and forth. And then yes. he looks back and forth yeah. one more time, even though Han right. didn't say anything. It's like, what are you waiting for? Go. And Anthony right. Daniels is good at that. <laughs> and they so let good. him play a bit in this one. It's great. Perfectly written, perfectly executed. Yeah, like when when he dropped down from the quicksand or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he's like, You didn't call my name. <laughs> like, but I'm okay. But I'm okay too. It's so fun. It it was it, uh, that's a that's a case in point as to like everything that you would hope for mm-hmm. was done to me was done super well. Where that was, even though I still laugh at three PO in the prequels, just because I'm still a kid and nostalgia <laughs> supersedes so many sins for me. <laughs> right. But, yeah. Sure. But I think even hopefully even for the cynic, he was stinking hilarious. Yeah. I, l- I liked the kind of temporary amnesia sections for him. Yep. I thought that gave him a little bit of a funny spin where he's introducing himself to people and Babu right. Frick is his best friend because he's the first person yeah. he met. My oldest <laughs> friend, Babu Frick. <laughs> that was kind totally. of a fun little wink. Like, we know we introduce yep. a lot of characters and yep. we expect you to love all of them immediately. Like, right. I, 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 I kind of like that moment. That was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, strong women. That's another thing I loved. I just, mm-hmm. th- that's like, dude, women crushing it in this movie. Yeah. Uh, and I, I think we talked about this too in the previous JJ Abrams and Ryan Johnson movies where they're not just like, Hey, look, it's a woman in a lead right. role. Can you believe this? It's also just like yeah. X-wing fighters and tie uh-huh. fighters. And, 100%, and yeah. commanders in the first order and commanders yep. in the um in the resistance right it, yep. they're, they're just I, you can look around 
and see women where episode four, dude. Mm, right. There's like two women in the cast. Right. Dude, it, it, it's gotten to the point actually where, yeah, it's just part of it. You don't even notice. Right. Same with super diverse cast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. incredible. And it, it, you don't, it's not even, yeah. Like there's a woman playing the lead role. It's just like, you don't even notice it anymore. Yeah. yeah it's great. hundred uh, percent. And yep. and they're diverse as far as species as well. Right. There are star totally. fighters. I mean, there are X-wing fighters who aren't human. Yep. <laughs> this sounds so dumb right after the thing we said about women. <laughs> like justice for that one guy with tentacle head. <laughs> and his species. Not just homo sapiens. Come on. <laughs> Right. Yeah, uh, so I really like that. There's they're mixing yep. that up quite a bit. Um, I, I just think there is so much to love in this movie. Yep, and uh, I, I really did. I mean, you mentioned already the the moment that Poe has with Felicity at the very right. end, where yeah. they're kind of like winking to each other. Um, okay, eh? hmm? so. Speaking of relationships. Yep. Oh. What what do you think about this part when a woman behind me screamed, yes, when <laughs> Ray and Kylo did a little kissy face at the end there? Oh, we're getting here, dude. I thought we were in stuff that we loved. Okay. I'm just wondering if you loved it. Okay. Uh wait, so do you want to talk about that now? Let's talk about that now. We don't we don't have to That's we can what, table it. We can we can talk just more generally okay. about things we love. Let's table, table it. That. Sounds like you want to. Okay. Please table that because I have one more thing that I loved. Do it. Okay. When she okay, sitting next to Lily, she is blowing up right everything mm-hmm. it's it's twizzlers it's twizzlers it's i still think it's more like it's not twizzlers dude this is cheeseburgers this is pizza it's <laughs> not just sugar it's junk food but it's not just sugar there is okay, some protein okay. in there bro yeah and um uh, j- just one thing about my analogy that i want to yep. say sometimes those okay. stories are i threw up the next morning and never ate twizzlers again that's not how my story right. ended. I just felt a little okay. bit like I shouldn't have just eaten Twizzlers. I probably should have had something else, and I felt queasy. Right. A week later, I was Twizzlering it up again, right? Uh-huh. Uh, should have at least drank some water. <laughs> exactly. Um. I should have taken a break <laughs> now and then. It was like right. mainlining Twizzlers, chain Twizzlering. Right. Yep. Yeah. Okay, dude. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, okay. like at Wayne's World, he has that like uh, uh, rope. Uh, what what was that? What's the other Twizzler that's in like rope format, like that you? My brain is fried. Can, it, I should know what that is because I'm always they, talking they to, just ha- to people about which they had that on the roof of the car. Yep, in Wayne's World, and you could cut a piece. Incredible. Okay. Yeah. So when she's burning, Ray, uh, uh, Palpatine. Kylo Ren's ship. Oh, Kylo Ren's ship. Yeah. She's burning Kylo Ren's ship. Mm-hmm. she's burning everything and i would just want to stay here and luke comes out right mm-hmm. comes yep. out of that flame she chucks lily goes like don't throw the lightsaber oh wow yeah luke comes out of the fire uh-huh. uh incredible scene but dude when he stinking raises up the x-wing out of the water amazing they play the exact music of when yoda 
pulled the X-Wing out of the water. Mm-hmm. And like, it's what Luke couldn't he do. He couldn't do that. He couldn't, he couldn't do that in Empire. <laughs> Gosh, I'm, I just got goosebumps. Uh, yeah, it, that was an incredible moment. I agree. He says to her, <laughs> what Leah said, what, sorry, Leah, what Leah said Wait. at the end of yeah. Last Jedi, which is we have everything we need. Mm. She's like, I, 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 I don't have the pyramid thing and right. I destroyed the ship. And so what she's saying is I can't, yep. I, I can't find it and I have nowhere to get there. And he uh-huh. says what Leia says to Rey at the end of Last Jedi. She says, we have everything we need. And then you see the wow. you see the shot of the twelve the remnant, right? The twelve people left. And yep. then Luke says that too. Ray finds the pyramid and then he <laughs> I saw those bubbles coming up from the thing and I was like, we get to see his X-Wing again. Yes. <laughs> and he's doing the thing that he couldn't do when he yep. was a younger man. Still alive. Yep. Yeah. Unbelievable. I don't, I don't, quite, and get, when, I don't yeah. quite get Force Ghost rules. They kind of like right. whatever. Yeah. They can fight. <laughs> they can. Yeah. I guess they always could. Well, maybe not always could, but certainly in Last Jedi, uh, they can affect the world around them. That might be a new right. thing. I'm not sure. Mm. Okay. Uh, I can't wait for you to watch that scene again. Okay, me neither. Uh, that was I. I loved that she went back to the island, and I was hoping for a big something big to happen there, and it, they did not yeah. disappoint. That was it. Um, yeah. and dude, same thing when they played they play the music from when she kills Vader when she goes to the Death Star, which dude Death Star in the water, Death Star planet, this being on Elderon or El, oh, shoot, whatever. Yeah. Remember, they were like, oh, from the last war. That's the place where the last... Shoot, we should know that name. That's where the last war took place. Right. Right? Yeah. Um, Which, which world are you talking about? Like, the, la- the, the, the final battle in Jedi when the Darth... When the Death, the Death Star blew up. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's, it's, the, it's the planet that Endor... There you go. The yeah. Force Moon of Endor revolves around. Right. We'll, we'll so, find that's it. X... Exo whatever the oh, place okay. that they were looking for right. is that which that's kind of a plot hole right there, dude. Like he was looking for it forever, and it was right there. Yeah, that's kind of dumb. Yeah, yeah, that's, that feels very that's, Star Wars to me though. Too like, I mean, you've got the whole rest of the you've got a giant map in Force Awakens, and you need to put right, it in right. a bigger map to find where Luke is. No, just <laughs> just figure out with those stars where it is. Uh, yeah. So that hole right there, like, don't you have a star chart for that? Totally. <laughs> yeah. Also, it's in, it's in, it's like outside Ireland. <laughs> it's just um, right there. <laughs> right. Pretty easy. Everybody knows where that island is. Ireland. <laughs> right. Yeah. Cool. Um. So much to love. I have, I have so many more things written. I know. But I think. Uh, okay. Like he puts Kylo Ren's theme into et like the sequence that builds up like when he when he puts kylo ren's theme in major and then he keeps progressing it up i was like this is it was the et build that he put kylo ren's theme on top of yep 
<sighs> that's amazing. I love it. I got to watch it again and listen to the score Dang more. It. Okay. Yep. Um, there's a lot more to love. And I, I think when I open up my predictions, we can talk more yep. about what we loved. Great. But hey, I, do you want to stop here? Okay. And take a short break. Yes. And is that great? Great idea. All right, let's do it. <laughs> All right. So when Jessica was in here earlier, she was like, he's just going to be bah humbug. Uh-huh. So I don't want to be that when I talk about what no, I didn't we, love. <laughs> we, we need to pair off. I, I think it's a more interesting. This is our friendship. Yeah. It's more sure. interesting when we talk about both, yep. both sides because we both loved it and we both had problems with it. Right. Okay. So I will tell you. That I, I think I had some issues with kind of the pacing. And I, okay. I, I, I felt like there was no... Um, now, you haven't seen Avengers Endgame. I know. Which, Dang it. Um, this is going to really tick some people off. I think is a better movie than The Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, I, I think it's a better... And I think a lot of it has to do with the pacing. There are slow conversations... Mm. in that movie and you're like i can't believe they're spending this much time on relationships mm. and i felt i felt the lack of that in this movie where i just i wanted a little bit more i wanted to know a little bit more about these people and yeah i think jj abrams was like you know enough about them now i'm just gonna put them in action and i don't yeah. actually feel like i know enough about poe I don't feel like I know what uh, I want to yeah. know about Finn. I am, I am totally like, this could be with like, okay. Remember when, uh, Harry Potter, the last book yep. was two movies. Yeah, exactly. Like what if it was like episode 9.1 point one and nine point <laughs> yeah. part, part one. Like, <laughs> I don't think anybody yeah, would have complained. Like, yeah. Um, right. So I just felt it was a little frenetic and frantic yeah. and, uh, Twizzlers, right. Family, family yep. size Twizzlers for me. Um, totally got it. But I think my main problem that actually bummed me out is okay. that I am a The Last Jedi fan. Oh, right. I really love the movie for yep. reasons that I think much of the fandom didn't like, which was okay. it it challenged my relationship with Star Wars. Okay. It was like it does la – The Last Jedi for me – said it doesn't have to be so cut and dry mm. there can be gray yep. luke is grumpy right <laughs> and remember <laughs> luke is grumpy he always has been he's always been whiny and grumpy and i'm gonna press yep. into that instead of like we were saying i think before he takes lightsabers like okay let's go i'm ready um, right it's not just uh, candy the th the things that Ryan Johnson was saying in the Last Jedi that I loved, yep, uh, were either sidelined or ignored in this movie, mm. and it bummed me yeah. out. Um, I'll give you a couple examples. I okay. think actually the biggest one is Rose. Ah, uh, yeah, I really like that character. And yep, there I'm was a lot of people that didn't like her, so then they kind of like sidelined her a little bit. 
and that was that's like case in point. Like it was really obvious Dang. to me that J.J. Abrams didn't care about this character. Mm. And there are a lot of people that do, including me. Yeah. And I would say, yep. especially Asian women, I don't think I am overstepping my bounds there to have somebody that uh that represents a different kind of person in this universe. Right. And Abrams yep. was like, don't care about her. And it was painfully obvious to me. She she oh, might as well man. have been an extra. Sure. She was yep. like the same as Dominic Monaghan, who just was like, <laughs> seems just to have gotten that job because he knows J.J. Abrams. <laughs> so, yeah, just randomly in there. Yeah, that, that was what I was meant about the Felicity crossover. You know, I should have just said a J.J. Abrams friend crossover because it's a lost crossover. Right. Alias crossover. Yep. Felicity crossover. Totally. For sure. Um, Although he was great, though. Still. Greg Grunberg. Greg Grunberg, amazing. Yeah. No, but Dominic Monaghan, he, he was, was in great. the Leia. Dude, forever he gets to be in the Leia death scene. I mean. I'm sure he's just thrilled to be in the universe. Totally. Um, yep. So uh, I got more and more bummed out as the movie progressed and I realized she's got nothing to do. And okay. that sucks. Yep. Um, Sidelined. Yeah. The, the other thing, and this is bigger for me, okay. is I... You know this about me. I I loved that Ray was literally nobody. Right. And I think what Ryan Johnson was trying to do in The Last Jedi was to say, that's okay. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be born into this. And only this, it's not uh, hierarchical. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you yeah. don't have yeah. to have the right last name to have Yeah, power. you don't have to be blue-blooded. Exactly. To um, be a king. Yes, yeah. and so anybody can be, and he made a point at the end of The Last Jedi to be like, right. look at this kid with the broom. Even yeah. that kid can have yeah. the force. And I was uh-huh. like, where's Broom Boy? This whole movie, right. like, what happened Actually, to Broom Lily Boy? Actually, Lily said that. <laughs> yep, <Yeah. laughs> Lily totally said that. She was like, I thought you told me Broom Boy, or like, you know, that kid was going to be in it. <laughs> Even if it was like... You see him in one of the resistance ships or something at the end. You see the sure. kid, he's a year older, and you zoom in and there's a broom behind him. Um, yep. But it, that I think that idea, people didn't like. Mm-hmm. They were like, no, this is the Skywalker story. Right. And right. so Abrams was like, people didn't like this. And so we're just going to mm. fully go back to black and white. Yep. There's no gray anymore. Right. Force isn't for everybody after all. There's only one Jedi left, and that's Rey. Right. Uh, now, it was probably the right decision. Uh-huh. Maybe <laughs> maybe broadening what this series is is not supposed to be in the Skywalker saga. Right. I, I was just so excited about it in The Last Jedi. Like, this is like nothing I've ever seen. And uh-huh. they're they're challenging me, and I loved the backlash against it because I was like, good uh-huh. <laughs> challenge us a little bit with these movies. And then this one was just like, Nope, we're going to do a movie about, uh, we're going to do a movie about the Skywalkers again. Yep. I changed my mind. Ray is not nobody anymore. Right. She's Palpatine, uh-huh. which is a cool idea and probably the right idea. I'll, I'll keep saying that that's, they probably made the right call. Uh, yep. But for me, I felt like retconned. I felt like um, 
they were apologizing for a movie that I really loved. Mm. And that felt a little personal. (laughs) I don't know what I'm sure it feels personal to Ryan Johnson. Yeah. Like, never mind. It's like that didn't happen. Yeah. Forget Rose. Forget that Ray's nobody. Forget broom boy. Uh, for uh, even Luke says, no, I made a mistake. I made a mistake. I know. I totally, yeah, totally got that. And and I thought, no, you didn't. You you did what you thought was right. And then you did this thing that was amazing at the end, which was you used up yourself uh-huh. to save everybody. Right. Uh, I don't know. So, <laughs> so, so that was my, that I, I just, it was co- this constant nag in the back of my head the whole time. Like, We don't, we don't know what is best for <laughs> the audience <laughs> complaining and you responding is not the best way to make a movie. <laughs> right. Okay. This is where, okay. It's, this is where Lord of the Rings crushes this. Uh huh. And we talked about this during the, during the prequels. Okay. Remember when, when Lord of the Rings came out and we're like, oh my gosh, George Lucas is probably like, What? because it's one storyteller that invented every single world from start to finish. Yeah. Yep. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so like that pulls me out of it too. Like, like my idea, like did John Williams know, did Mm -hmm. JJ Abrams, George Lucas sit down and be like, write a theme around Mm -hmm. because Ray is going to end up being Palpatine's granddaughter. So like make them so that they can be played on top of each other. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's the best argument i've heard that they did plan this the whole time no i don't think they did i think okay okay but if they did that makes me way more feel like it's a tolkien pre-made world i mean because otherwise it's a luke and leia making out oh shoot their brother and sister you're right on you hit the nail on the head it felt like a lot of that felt like that to me (laughs) including the ray and right relationship which we can talk about um right but uh i i think there's something important to me this is just a personal thing about you don't have to have the right name you don't have to be lineage right there's this part in harry potter Mm. i think it's in the fifth book where they're like this, this this doesn't make it into the movies but uh Harry finds out that it could have been Neville. Oh, it right. It could just yep. as well have been Neville. Yeah. And I wanted the whole I, I remember series this. to shift where yep. actually it was Neville the whole time. And he's just the most normal, boring kid. Now, I yeah. love Neville Longbottom. He's my favorite character. And he does get a hero <laughs> moment at the end, which... I want a poster of in my office where he, <laughs> he chops off Nagini's head. Um, right. But th- that kind of thing excites me. I wrote a novel about yep. this. Yep. Called The Ordinaries, totally. where it's about, yep. no, it doesn't have to be somebody who has been chosen since birth. It can be the most ordinary person in the world. Just and anybody, so yeah. that theme in The Last Jedi was like so exciting to me. And then it just was not I mean there's a little bit of Finn saying like oh y- y- there's some hints that Finn might have some force right 
Yeah, see, I loved. See, I I thought they still, they still used that. Okay, yeah. Anybody can use the force, and I mm-hmm. thought Finn was amazing. Like that's where he topped like uh, Han Solo. Han Solo never ends up using the force. Mm-mm. Right. Right. So Finn is using the force, which I thought was unbelievable. Yep, that okay. was very cool. I'll, on- I'll only push back on this that this story is the Skywalker saga. Yep, I know. You know, like, yes. that's who this is about. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's like Star Trek is about that stinking bridge crew. And they always get to do all the cool stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> it doesn't end up being like an extra or a rando. It yeah. always ends up. So, like, that's what that's what these are about. Yeah. And that that is a um, that's well said and a great point. And I completely understand and agree. <laughs> Uh, and again with Harry Potter, McGonagall at one point goes, why is it always you three? Right. I know. <laughs> totally. But it's like, that's what the movie's about. And in shows like Community, they're, they, they, there's uh-huh. a meta of that where they're like, yeah, I mean, the, the other people in the school are like, yeah, I mean, we know everything happens to the six of you. In the study right, group, right. Right. Yeah. And so, like, y- yes, yeah. I agree with you. Um, And, and may- maybe it's. Yeah, I 100% agree. It's Skywalker Saga. It should be about them. It should be everybody in the family. It, uh, and, and so I, See, I wish yeah. I could go back and say, J.J. Abrams, just just do all three. Yeah. Because otherwise, yeah. Ryan Johnson is going to get my hopes up too right. early. For some, <laughs> yeah, for something different. Yep. Dude, her being a Palpatine is pretty legit, though. Like, that's... Okay, that's a really dumb descriptor. That is legit. No, uh, that it's, is... it's legit in the way that they figured out a way for Kylo Ren not to have lied to her. Yep. Because he's yep. because her parents were junkers, right? Hiding from Palpatine. Mm-hmm. Yep. So her parents were nobodies. Right. Even though they were his Palpatine's uh, son. Yeah, there you go. You're right. Palpatine's that. first that's what Lily and I were talking about. His firstborn son, whatever happened to that guy? That guy carried the power of all the sith lords for a thousand years and who's his mom Ugh. right like feel sorry oh. for her who's her grandma grandma tarkin <laughs> <laughs> grandma grandma tarkin grandma tarkin <laughs> they birthed ra- they birthed ray's dad <laughs> grandma tarkin <laughs> okay yeah so i I just I wish it had been. I mean, there's that scene in Last Jedi where she's down in the thing. She's looking. Show show them to me. Show me my parents. And you oh, don't right. see them. Yep. Um. I was like, Who, who's it gonna be? Who's it gonna be? I don't want it to be nobody. Right. And yep. then when it was, I wanted them to fully engage in that. So I agree with you. Her being a Palpatine is legit. But I just can't. I can't shake it, dude. I can't shake the hopes it's, that I you had. Know, Dude, it's the like corporate mass appeal that's grating on you. It is. You're right. You know, it's, it, it's the aluminum Christmas tree in Charlie yep. Brown. Like, <laughs> they've Star Wars has become too commercial. Right. Like, like imagine the the camera is on Harry Potter for five movies and then mm-hmm. just pans over to Neville and then you don't see Harry Potter anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, it's yeah. still it's a Skywalker. Saga. Now it's a Skywalker Palpatine. There's redemption. Okay, let me tell you what I think 
would have fixed this for me a little bit. Okay. So here's here's my thing. Mm-hmm. Instead of them kissing, which I hated. Wow. <laughs> That's music to my ears. Now I didn't hate <laughs> it, but I it felt okay. strange to me. Uh, I went. Somebody behind me went. <gasps> yeah. And I went no. <laughs> Because I had texted you earlier, dude. I said, I said, if Ray and Finn get together, I will be ticked. And Ray, said, Ray and Kylo, not Ray and Finn. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Oh, actually, Ray and Finn would be sweet. And he Hopefully does. He happens. is going to say something to her. I think he's in love with her. You're right. You're right. 100%. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I said, if Ray and Kylo get together, I will be ticked. And you said, there's no way. I said, there's absolutely no way. They... They yep. figured out a great way to do it in Last Jedi where they had this weird romance without a romance, right? Yep, yep. Uh, and um, and then I was like, they're they're doing this in this movie. Right. Yeah. Yep. Now, second time around, didn't hate it. Okay. As much. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I w- and the fact that then, so he gives his life for her. Yeah. That's incredible. So would you have been okay with that. everything without the kiss? Okay. I wanted her to die. Hmm. Sorry, that sounded real bad. No, I have a similar. Once I open up this predictions list, I have a similar okay. thought. Okay, that that that's like the meanest thing I've ever said because I freaking love Ray. But I thought as a story, yes, that's what I was on the edge. Now I'm not just listening to a concert. I'm like, they're gonna kill Ray, and that is incredible storytelling. Right. Uh, That's what I. Yeah. I think I think it's I. I'm glad you said this first, Kay. because I'm gonna say this about a different character. Okay. That I think one of the issues with this movie is no good guys die. When they killed Chewie, I was like, "Whoa!" I'm gonna open up my envelope. These okay, are the rise of Skywalker. These Kay. are my rise of Skywalker predictions. You can verify this is the picture that I took yesterday, yep. right? It's sealed. 100%. I'm gonna open it up. And this, I think, will help us with some final thoughts because okay. <laughs> this episode is going to be so long. Okay. Um, here are here are my predictions. I've got three. Okay. I'm going to start with the first one, which was a high hope. And I really thought it was going to happen, okay. but it didn't. My first <laughs> prediction is Ray is a midichlorian baby created mm. by the Emperor. Just like Anakin was. So we were going to find, I thought we were going to find out that she is, she is a Skywalker in the way that Anakin was. She's a virgin birth Mm -hmm. created with whatever dark Jedi power, dark force powers that the Emperor created Anakin with. And so she is the same as Darth Vader. Okay. Yep. Like the female version. The female version of Darth Vader, and she doesn't turn. Okay. But she was birthed by the Force. That's what I thought we were going to find out. So, And and I thought that Kylo Ren wouldn't have known that. And so he didn't okay. lie to her. He just told her what he found out from Snoke. Right. I don't love that he knew this all along. Okay. What do you think about the fact that Leia knew all along? That makes and more Luke sense knew. to me. They hit okay, it from okay. her. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So that didn't come true. That's one off. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna do my deaths next. 
Okay. So one of my predictions is is I thought three people were going to die. Okay. Three PO. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't think I can count that, even though his brain did get wiped. See, that's another mass appeal. They should he should have he should have picked the bucket. He sh- he should have at least had his mind wipe continue. Yeah, like data on uh, the end of Star Trek. Right. Because then hmm. I-, I just think they could have done a ton of stuff with that in the future. Yes. A brand new 3PO. Uh-huh. He- they could have they could he could have his own Disney Plus show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like 50 first dates like he he <laughs> Or, or like, a, like the, the Forky shorts they have on. Like, what is love, right? Um, okay. Uh, so 3PO did not die. Kylo Ren was my second prediction. Wow. He died. There you go, dude. That's great. And, uh, I actually liked... I haven't figured out what they were saying here with the fact that he and Leia died, like disappeared at the same time. Yeah. I'm yep. not quite sure what she was, what kind of effect she was having on him. Like she says yeah. Ben to him and distracts him. Mm-hmm. Is she also like sort of possessing him? Right. Here's a question I have for you. Does Kylo Ren say a single word after the Han Solo scene? Mm. I, I don't, don't, I don't think remember. he does. I think his last wow. word is dad. Wow, and I'll I'll give credit where credit is due. My friend Cause Cause and Amy, we always go with them. He pointed that out at yep. the end. I don't think he That's says amazing. anything once Leia starts. Oh no, sorry, he has the conversation with Han Solo. Memory? What is that? Yeah, like a for is that like an like a regular person force ghost or yeah, just like a memory, a I, projection, I, a. a, a yeah. Yeah, I think it was a projected memory somehow. Like Hol- we were they just... on the holodeck? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so Kylo Ren does die. Now, here's the th- my third prediction for a death was Chewie. Wow. I have Chewie, and then I crossed that there out with Finn. And then I crossed uh-huh. that out because I didn't think they were going to kill any of the big three of the new series. And then I put Chewie again. You predicted the three. One that did, the two that should have. Psyched you out and should have died. And so I'm glad you said you thought Ray should have died because I really thought Chewie should have died in that, Hmm. in that explosion. That was Hmm. the most visceral, the the most visceral moment of emotion in the whole movie for me when she accidentally killed him. Yes. Wow. And then when we found out he was alive, Uh I was bona fide disappointed. Yep. Because the, the stakes then were lowered. Right. You're you're totally right. Nobody dies. Like even Emperor Palpatine, that's the climax of the original trilogy. Yeah. He didn't even die. So, yeah, the stakes are lowered. Now looking Every, at everybody's eight, back. Yeah. Yeah, everybody right. either doesn't die or returns to die again. Right. It's like Groundhog Day. <laughs> I, I there needed to be I'm sorry, I'm sorry, fans. There needed yep. to be a death. They need somebody to avenge, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And so I and I know death isn't the only stakes, right? Right. Right. Uh, but it's the ultimate sacrifice, right? That's the 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 most powerful thing in storytelling and is so when there, one gives yeah, one's life, right? And for so another. then all these immediate. No, he's not dead. 
No, she's not right. dead. Uh, yep. The I, I just felt like the emotion drain out of me mm-hmm. when they mm-hmm. weren't dead. I like, right. dude, I love crying. <laughs> well, I had, I did plenty of that. I did plenty. So I, I was, I was so sad, even though I predicted it, that Chewie died and I was crying. Hmm. And then I was like, wasted tears. You, JJ, you wasted my yeah. tears. I, you manipulated and fooled me into crying. I cried. I was crying. It felt so dang good. Yep. To cry over Chewie. Yep. yep. <laughs> he was alive and I was mad. <laughs> oh, well. Um, yep. Okay, let me tell you my last prediction. And this was the big swing. Okay. Ooh, okay. Qui-Gon Force Ghost mm. was my last prediction. Now, I think... I think this is... I, I think I get this one. Okay. Because the scene that I envisioned... With Qui-Gon yeah. Force Ghost was why do I keep coming back to Harry Potter? I don't know, but this this movie actually felt very Harry Potter to me. It, I, dude, hundred percent and musically. Yep, talk about that. Um, I envisioned a scene where Ray and the Emperor, or something, or Ray and Kylo Ren were fighting. Yep, and Force Ghosts surround her. Wow, and encourage her. Dude, that is cool. That's cool. So that does happen. Yes. Um, yep, it does. Differently than I thought, and I think probably better than I imagined, because she hears their voices, including. Yep. Drum roll, please. Liam Neeson as Qui Gon Jinn. So. Yep. Um. Hundred percent. And did you did you did you see the credits? Them roll the names. I okay. did, and okay. Not one of the things we've always wanted that you've always wanted mm-hmm. is some more nods to the prequels, right? And Hayden Christensen made it. He sure did. Good old Anakin. Okay. <laughs> no, but I didn't have a problem with that. Zero. I liked. I loved it. I, I loved. I loved hearing that. Me too. And did you see another cameo? Did you see a cameo in Babu Frick's, um, like the the little the 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 diner or not the diner like the bar? No. John Williams. Really? John Williams is in the... And it, we saw it in the credits. I was like, is that J-Dubs? Second time around, I was looking for him. I was like, I'm pretty sure that's J-Dubs. Oh, I see. Yeah, I see it now. I'm yep. looking at the cast okay. as a bartender. Okay. Yep, that's it. Um, also, Warwick Davis mm. as uh, Wicket. Yep. Um, let me read to you the voices, Okay. Okay. The the Great. past Jedi. So she's about to die. She's been kind of saying this thing all the way through. Like, I, I need you. What is she saying? Be with me. Right? She's calling yes. out. Um, yep. And so then she Perfect. like uh, zooms out above the battle. And yep. past Jedi start talking to her. Yep. Oh, my gosh. This part is amazing. Um my favorite animated series, which is Avatar, Avatar The Last Airbender. This was very Avatar The Last Airbender. Okay, you don't have to know what I'm talking about, but other people okay. will. Yep. Um, okay, so she starts hearing voices. And I recognize some of yep. them. I don't recognize all of them. Mm. But the ones I recognize, I'm so jazzed about, which, like you said, Hayden Christensen, 0% problem with that. I loved it. Yep. yep. Um, Samuel Jackson. Mace Windu. Yep. 
Um, both Obi-Wans. Mm. So Alec Guinness and Ewan McGregor. How'd they get Alec Guinness to do that? They must have... <laughs> I, think, Sorry, I think Alec Guinness is an actual ghost. They just called up Alec Guinness's ghost. <laughs> that actor is so good. He's actually got like a yeah, an acting ghost. <laughs> yep. Big call on. Okay. Yeah. Um so one of the female voices I recognized, which is Ahsoka, who is from the mm. the animated series. And oh sweet. So she's she is Anakin's Padawan. Um, got it. In the animated series and I mean, I I, I I was so happy. <laughs> yeah, there's actually three female voices. Um, oh, all of them are. That. I mean, some of them are from the animated series. Some of them for you just glimpse in episode two. Um, uh, and then you've got s- some deep cuts like uh, Freddie Prince Jr. as canon, who's in a Star really? Wars Rebels. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, and then, of course, Qui-Gon Jinn. And over it all, you hear Frank Oz's voice as Yoda. I feel like that one mm. really sticks out. Uh, yeah. And I, I just, that was maybe the happiest I was during the movie. Like, I Dude, love Dude, she crosses this. the streams. <laughs> she, she, she Ghostbusters. forces. Ghostbusters. Yeah, she's got Leia and Luke's lights yeah. together. Rose gold and <laughs> space gray. Yep. Mm. Wow, um, I re- I really loved it. Uh, okay, we wouldn't have gotten that if if she would have died. So, mm. yeah, yeah. Because how would they have ended the movie? Oh wait, no, that's before she died. Right, that's... that was before she died. She uses yeah, yeah, herself okay. up doing yep. that. Um, got it, got it. There, yeah. I have one kind of nitpicky thing about Kylo Ren turning. Okay. It doesn't work unless he dies. My my theory about Darth Vader has always been if Darth Vader turns, he's going to have to go to court for war crimes. He has killed sure, yeah. millions of people. Right. And right. it's the same with Kylo Ren. You can't just turn and be good if you now maybe this is bad theology. <laughs> right, right, right. Like <laughs> Kylo Ren has orchestrated the death of or stood by at least so maybe he's like Paul the death of billions yep right and so it can't just be like no he's nice now right okay maybe he's nice now but frozen 2 style somebody's got to pay the piper and if that doesn't happen the piper (laughs) right um, something doesn't feel right and so he's gotta die Got it. Because yep. there's no story for him moving forward. What are they going to do? Rule anyway? Nobody's going to trust this yep. boy. <laughs> You're right. He's got to. He's got to pay for what he did. Right. Totally. I get that. It can't just be like kiss and make up. Mm-hmm. Now you're good. Now he is a different person. He did. I feel like Kylo Ren did die. Mm-hmm. And I, he was. I trust bad. it completely. Yeah. Yep. But you know, regular Joe Schmo, who's in the cantina somewhere. He's going to be like, right. wait a minute, Kylo Ren? <laughs> right. He he killed my whole family. <laughs> yeah, he killed my home planet, the one next to it. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, totally. You can't just be like, change of heart. 
Uh, yeah, no, 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 it's right. okay. He, he, yeah. he and Ray are in love. They kissed. It's fine. Oh, don't worry. It's all good. <laughs> yeah. He actually died on the on the bridge of the or like outside the bridge of the Death Star. Dude, she went to the Death Star. That's and scavenged, scavenged, and yep. I, can't, I don't know. The she word. went. She went back to the original Force Awakens, scavenging, mm-hmm. just like she went back to the beginning of A New Hope at the end. Yep. First scene we ever see of Luke is exactly what the last scene we ever see of Rey. BB-8. Okay, did you see BB-8 in The Two Sons? I There's a son. loved BB-8 in that last shot. No, but did you see the two son, the one son on top of the other that makes the sons look like BB-8? <laughs> I missed that. I'll have to see. That. I took a picture of that because I was like, BB-8 sons. That was J.J. Abrams saying, we know what no one disagrees on, BB-8. Yes. 100% BB-8 rules. I have never met a soul who complains about BB-8, and so that's going to be my last shot of the movie. There you go. BB-8, Baby Yoda. Yep. Yeah, 100%. I I think, I was thinking about Star Wars in general. Maybe this is what we can end with. Okay. That after Last Jedi, there was a lot of controversy. You mistreated my precious Luke. Right. It shouldn't be that everybody has the force. There was a lot of fan uproar about that. Yep. I think, and certainly after like Solo, which was like, well, okay. Mm-hmm. I guess we're, I guess this is Star Wars now. Right. Kind of okay right. stuff. Mm-hmm. The Mandalorian mm-hmm. did so much heavy lifting for them to reinvigorate the fan base as far as goodwill before this movie. Yes. Good. Wow. That is an amazing theory right there, dude. They they amazing found thought, another BB-8 yeah. style thing. Yep. About which nobody wow. disagrees, which is like, okay, Baby Yoda, maybe Star Wars is good. <laughs> Again. You're, you're, dude, I love this. They started that like two months ago or whatever, Disney Plus. They're like, we actually love Star Wars too, mm-hmm. and here's something amazing. Yep. Like I heard somebody in the bathroom right before. Yeah. It was like, I don't trust Disney with Star Wars anymore. I got no no hopes for this. <laughs> hey, Isla. Um, you know what I mean? Yes. Uh, but you, but ex- this is he probably hasn't seen Mandalorian or just doesn't know. <laughs> right yeah um i i just i what if mandalorian had been bad oh yeah yo, yo, would wow. they have had a mountain to climb but i i wow. think dude the there's combination another jj abrams oh go ahead. sorry go ahead combination i just think the combination of um some distance from last jedi for the trolley fans a great yep. show yep um with a non-disputable hit inside of it yep. which is baby yoda Leading yep. up into this movie, I think that's the 87%. That's the 90% that we're seeing of fan score on yep. Rotten Tomatoes. Yep. You're right on. Absolutely. It's another J.J. Abrams friend, John Favreau. Yep. Those guys. It's, dude, it's like these guys. See, I think J.J. Abrams is incredible. Mm-hmm. It's these guys that are just a little bit older than us. Yep. That grew up with this stuff, steeped in this stuff, that actually love and respect this stuff. Yeah. I, I did feel a lot of love for the for the saga 
for the yep. intellectual property. <laughs> it's yep. very obvious that yep. JJ Abrams JJ Abrams loves it and really I think sincerely wanted to give the fans something that they would walk out of and say I felt seen, <laughs> I felt loved. Yep. And I feel loved in this universe again. And so I can't, I can't you know, I can't begrudge him that. Yeah. I think there are people like me who felt challenged in a good way by the last Jedi. Mm-hmm. And so I just right. kind of felt a little bit bummed out and ignored, but I had a great time. I'm going to see it again. Yep. Great movie. Yep. Me too. That's why Ray had to live. That, and that's why I didn't have her on my prediction. I didn't have any of the Got big it. three on my prediction sheet for dying. Cause I was like, they can't Han, Leia and Luke survived the original trilogy. And they're going to have yep. to do that same thing or people will be super mad. Yeah, people would have been so mad. I just thought it would have been amazing storytelling. Me too. I, I 100% Lily, agree with you, dude. Jessica, talking to her right before this, yep. loves Ray. Lily loves Ray. Mm-hmm. Disney World, Ray, Ray can't die. C-3PO can't die. Chewie can't die. Right? But boy, oh boy, did I want him to. <laughs> I, <laughs> and and, and I, th- I think it comes down to the fact that I was like, that was the one time in the movie when I, when I was like straight up shocked and like I couldn't help crying. Just like yep. <laughs> tears bursting from <laughs> my eyes. And then I yep. felt like, oh, man, you took that moment away. Yep. yep. Okay. Let's do a little bit of listener feedback and close this up. All right. Because uh, we haven't gone long enough yet. Okay. <laughs> Great. Do, do you want to just keep going here? Um, sure. Yeah, let's let's do it. I just I'll read a couple listener feedback. Is that okay? Of what people Absolutely. thought was going to happen. Yep. Um, some of them were a little bit snarky. Right. I'll admit that. Um, yeah. Like Jeff said, Baby Yoda saves them all. <laughs> uh, Seth says, I think the starship, the starship Enterprise blows up in the end. He must get his haircut <laughs> same place I do. <laughs> now dan right. predicted that he wouldn't like it that was an interesting prediction um right not what would happen but that he would walk out disappointed a second time he must not have liked the last jedi um uh as far as what's gonna happen not many people actually gave us predictions on that <laughs> oh no gene do you see gene's comment there um okay he said i haven't watched anything since the first trailer either i'm predicting the rise of skywalker is more about anakin than luke that i'll probably love it no matter what and i will almost get my wife busted for her purse full of snacks (laughs) so this is interesting because i i thought it would be more about anakin right my prediction i thought we were going to get a a closer darth vader connection um yep but most of the vader stuff we got was his mask Yep. And them fighting around it and basically destroying it. Uh-huh. It was interesting. But it was not yep. much about Anakin. But Gene, oh boy, oh boy, I wish that had happened. I wanted more Anakin stuff. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant his wife getting busted. No. For all the snacks. No, nope, I don't want that. I don't think movie theaters care anymore. I brought in a backpack full of... <laughs> It was, it's it, the loudest backpack in the world, first of all. Jack's backpack, which is a Vans backpack that's like white and black checkers. 
And so it's uh-huh. like, it wasn't even like I wore a black coat and a black backpack to try and hide it. Yeah. Full to the brim of candy. Yeah. And lightsabers. Quizzler. Okay. <laughs> love it. Love it. And nobody gives her up. They're like, go on in. Go ahead. Yep. Yeah. We brought in two cinnamon Cokes. Great. Um, And then we had made a Cornish pasty. <laughs> The perfect Star that Wars food. We had in a Ziploc. It's not, not a Ziploc. Uh, what you what do you call it? Um, tin foil and then big thing of popcorn. Nice, that's awesome. Yep. Um, so yep. hopefully, like Jean, your wife did not get busted. I don't think she would because nobody gives a rip. You can bring Cornish yeah, pasties in. <laughs> I guess <laughs> nobody cares. And we didn't want that. Yep. Right. Um, okay. Uh, we should probably close this up a little long, but I don't think people will care. No, this was a blast. Dude, I have a line from the movie that I want to close with. Okay, I love it. Can I just do contact oh, stuff first? Yes. Okay. Yep. Um, so just so people know, uh, on the Two Gorms Run for Their Lives feed, we are doing a one-word special in the new year, so you can look forward to that. Uh, in the Perfect Movie feed, what you can look forward to is Christmas Eve. We're going to release a clip show about Christmas movies chat from Gomer Past. So that'll be a fun app. And then we're starting the new year a little bit differently, a little bit different format. We're going to start doing a movie episode. And then on the off weeks or every other week, we're going to do a result show, American Idol style. Yep. Wow. Um, the movies that we have set for January are, remind me. Oh, Alien and Groundhog Day. Yep. It's going to be good. Um, So definitely check us out. If you want to contact us about anything, you can go to our websites, twogomers.com or perfectmoviepodcast.com. Follow us on Facebook in one place. That's facebook.com slash twogomers. You can follow us on Instagram. Uh, Anthony's personal Instagram is Anthony Georgeson. Mine is Gomer2. And you can follow Perfect Movie Podcast at Perfect Movie Podcast on Instagram. Send us an email either at twogomers at gmail.com or perfectmoviepodcast at gmail.com and go to iTunes right now, Apple Podcasts. If you haven't subscribed to the feed that you're not listening to this on, you should do that. (laughs) Uh, And leave us some feedback. We always love that. Great, dude. Um, Dude, my favorite line from the movie. Mm -hmm. At least one of them. Yeah. Felicity. Felicity yourself. Someday we'll know the name of this character. Okay. Carrie Russell. I I, I wrote it down. Zori or Zari? Oh, yeah, Zori. Yeah, that sounds right. Zori. Zori. Okay. Kind of like cross between like Rocketeer. Very Rocketeer. Ma- that helmet is right? for sure. Yep. Yeah, I didn't think yeah. of that. That's a great call. Yep. Seriously cool. Like Rocketeer goes like yoga. <laughs> Rocketeer like, at yoga class. <laughs> yo- like purple yoga. Um, yep. I like that. <laughs> Dude, so she says this, and they say this later, mm-hmm. is that the Emperor or they, like the First Order, the the Final Order, Yep, they win by making you think you're alone. Mm. That's great. Man. Yeah. Like, like you're not alone. Mm-hmm. Like, remember, all those people gathered together, and the people mm-hmm. ended up winning. I just love that. They win by making you think you're alone, by thinking you have no hope. And and you see it crumble uh-huh. when the when it's reported to the final order. No, it's it's no army. 
out there. It's mm-hmm. just people. Yep. yep. It's just people. Yeah. <laughs> Great line. I love that. Okay. Let's end there. Um, Great. You know, I have my quibbles, but I had a great time. I'm going to go see it again. Uh, yep. If, uh, I'll just vote now. I don't think it was a perfect movie for me, but I really loved it. What do you think? Perfect movie experience. <laughs> great. Perfect movie made for me. Yep. For Lily. Yep. I love it. Okay. Not flawless. Right. Not flawless, <laughs> but perfect for you. Great. Okay. Well, you're like literally driving to Wisconsin like in half yep. an hour. So you got to yeah, go. We're... Yep. Two Gormers run for their lives. Listeners will be pleased to know I'm about to head out for a run. Great. Um, and then Christmas, dude. So Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, bro. Yeah, I'm looking forward to a Wisconsin run. I hope we have a white Christmas Wisconsin run. Yeah, I saw that I there hope. would be rain there. Oh, dang it. We're supposed to have snow on Christmas Eve and Christmas here. Just come to Flagstaff, dude. Dude, one of these days, we actually have to hang out in person. So (laughs) (laughs) that's why instead of Obi-Wan in one place, Anakin in the other, we need to be Poe and Finn, which I think we are Poe and Finn, dude. I don't know who's who. We are. Right. (laughs) (laughs) We can talk about that later. All right, dude. Well, have a great trip home. All right, dude. You have a Merry Christmas, man. All right. Happy running and happy viewing. How do you like it, Lily? It was great. (laughs) I just loved it. Yeah? Tell me about it. Uh, I can't smile the whole movie for Stephen, though. <laughs> no, we won't. We'll play it on the podcast later. Okay. Um, so I thought of it. So I thought of it as super cool. Not really that scary, except for the part that, like, Palpatine, like, is like, I took the power from both of you. And, you know, like, it's just super creepy because, you know, like, his eyes get pupils in them. And it's just creepy. But I like every other part of it, except for the part that my dad closed my eyes, so I don't know what happened then. Snake part. Yeah, it was like this big, giant, snaky, wakey. <laughs> um, and like there were these. Like, his sides look weird. Um, and so my dad had me. Whoa, Chewbacca, Janus, Sutamu. Uh, weird. What did you say, though, Lily? The first thing you said, you said that was... The best movie ever. You said that was so cool! <laughs> what did you say? Darth Vader, James no, Earl Lily, Jones, I want, I want you to say Snoke, what... Andy Serkis, Young Joy. Young Ray. Wait, Lily, but you gotta Ray's say what you mother. said. Um, it's so cool! <laughs> yeah, I'm glad I got a Jedi training. Hey, look, Isla. Oh, and Isla. Cool. Cool. Any other thoughts from an eight-year-old? 
Um, well, I think it was super cool. To all those eight-year-olds listening, try to watch it, okay? Once it comes out on Disney Plus or whatever other thing, you know, like Netflix, you know, wherever you can watch it, like tape it, um, watch it. It is so cool. Yeah, Ray figures out she's a Palpatine. <laughs> she's Ray, whatever Palpatine. Wow. All right. Thanks, Lily. So cool.